0: Would you guys be up for, for this pod? Like every other time you guys talk, one of you says a chess move.
1: We should do that. That should be our first pod of 2021. Night to C4. We just play the game out and it's like a, a footy fellow special. For any serious chess nerds, we're just going to be playing a game over the board, over the mic.
2: Right. <laughs> oh, I would love that. Dude, I was thinking about how soccer is just a big game of chess.
1: Welcome to Footy Fellas. Welcome, welcome to Footy Fellas. Welcome to Footy Fellas, coming at you from Chicago and Minnesota. As always, we're going to be talking soccer, talking life, playing games, playing mind games. We got a little something for you in this last full episode of 2020. If you haven't yet, Throw us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at Footy Fellas Pod, F-O-O-T-Y, Fellas Pod. Check us out on YouTube. And wherever you're listening, throw us a subscribe, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, somewhere else that we don't even know we're on. It would mean a lot as we head into 2021. We have a special end-of-year pod queued up for you today, but it's no normal year in review. This is a year in review by the numbers. Mm. So if you're a numbers person, you should get excited. If not, it's really just a little bit of numbers and then a lot of banter per usual. So it'll be much of the same, but but very exciting.
0: So uh, everyone, whip out your calculators, right?
1: There will be. I should have mentioned there will be calculators needed. Ti eighty four. We're talking about. Yeah. This
0: whole maybe the next pod should be sponsored by Ti eighty four. Thank you for that shout out. It's a good call.
1: Good call. Have you tried the Ti eighty uh, five?
0: heard 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 bad reviews. Um, from old acquaintances in uh, high
1: school, specifically. I see. Have you tried this new this new product?
2: Look, there's no need. I'm married to the '84. The '85 is just junk to me.
1: '85 is junk. Wow. Well, it appears you two old fogies haven't made it into the new age because kids these days using the '85 are just zooming around. Folks like us.
2: Hey, any, any boys got that new uh iPhone 3? What's that? You know, I, I got my iPhone 2, so I'm all good. So.
1: You use that as your calculator?
2: Most of the time, yep.
1: And you use the TI-84 to text people or uh
2: I've tried. I don't get many responses back. The uh you know, I've just got my Walkman as well for music, so it's I've got really- I've got all these gadgets on me in my, my belt pockets. My belt loops? My belt loops at all times. You're pretty you're pretty
1: tech savvy, you could say.
2: Yeah, Santa's gonna get me a fanny pack, hopefully. <laughs> I can put all the gadgets in there.
0: Oh man, you lucky goose. Oh, thanks. Would love me a fanny pack,
1: Eli. I've been trying to shop for Jones and I had no idea what to get, so now I can just get four fanny packs and call it a day. There you hey. go a ti-85
0: ideally they vary in size and you could
2: fit all of them into like, left hip right group. hip above butt above groin wow it's perfect so,
1: so I icey's thinking of like surround right. sound fanny right. pack you're yep. thinking of uh one of those clown car type fanny packs you open one up bam new yep. fanny pack bam another precisely fanny like,
0: pack precisely like russian dolls yes and there yep. you go and you fit, fit them all into each other that would be ideal and and also within like the fanny pack there's like a, a like a zipper within it that you then store the fanny packs So the fanny pack can still hold other things,
2: but it also holds fanny packs within it. Yeah. It's a, it's a great sounding idea, Jones, until you are at the postal service and you're buying a stamp and it's 43 cents and all your coins are in your most inner fanny pack. <laughs> and so you have to unzip five zippers and well, dig, dig deep.
0: Then, then I'm just showing off, which again, like if that's what I have. That's to, kind of a flex. Right. Yeah. Right. If, yeah. If they say, oh, oh, sorry. It's extra three cents. Do you have any? I'd be like, hold on. Let me check my fanny packs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you, Jones, you do get hit on a lot at the postal, <laughs> at the postal service building.
1: People. Yeah. People, even when you're not wearing them, people ask about your fanny packs a lot.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It happens. It's i uh, I've got one of those. I, people say I have one of those waists.
1: Are they different colors or it's just same color? You can't even tell you're wearing multiple. My waist? Yeah. My, my waist is skin color. <laughs> okay. What about the fanny packs? <laughs>
0: fanny packs. Well, it, I don't know. You're going to have to buy it for me. Ideally though, hint, hint. I like uh, vibrant colors like gold or silver. Sparkles. Lots of sparkles because
1: they make me feel special. Speaking of which, Icy, how did your gift shopping go today? Given we're all we're all in a, a nice fortunate spot where we we're thinking about gifts for these holidays and I don't celebrate Christmas, but there's still gifts involved in this holiday season. And I'm curious what your uh, your, your gift shopping experience was like, I, Icy.
2: Yeah, it was uh, it was good. Stopped at a few places. I'm a quick in and out type of shopper. I do not get sidetracked and look at a bunch of random stuff that I know I'm never going to purchase. I, I think like Jones am just not a big consumer uh, of, of stuff. So this is the one time a year where I actually buy a bunch of stuff at one time and it's different. It's, it's nice getting people gifts. I do not love the process of buying a bunch of stuff. Overall, the shopping was good and
1: successful. That's great. It's also a bit easier at In-N-Out because it's like, two burgers, please. Yo, actually. And that's, and that's Christmas.
2: I got there when it opened, and so they made me their first two patties. Easy. Now, those are going to last till Friday. They better. <laughs> I wrapped them up.
1: Yeah. Cheat code for all everyone else is looking for gifts at In-N-Out. Actually, just order a wrap. Then you don't even need to put on
2: Ooh.
1: gift paper on top. That's it. You just put that under the tree. Brilliant. Because that's a wrap, and it's wrapped. All you have to do is put their bow on. Yeah, that's true. I guess you have to get a bow. All right, that sounds kind of complicated. Scratch that. Where would you get your bow?
0: You'd probably go to Marshall's, maybe, or I actually Mountain's.
1: yeah. Yeah, or I actually requested it's
2: it's it's a you know, uh, what do they call it? Secret menu. Item? Yeah, secret menu. Uh in and out. If you if you tell them like, yo, can you just give me like a French Fry bow? They'll actually like whip up this french fry bow where they kind of ma- mishmash a bunch of french fries together into a nice little bow. So it's that's great. So creative. It's all edible. Yeah.
1: What do you think they would do if you genuinely asked, hey, this is actually a gift for someone? Can you wrap it? Right. What Which do you think they would Eli, do? Yeah,
2: that's a fantastic idea. I wonder if any of those YouTube sensations have thought of that. I think I think we should sell the idea to them. Yeah. Well, they listen to our pod, so.
1: Consider this us selling you our idea. Yeah, you know, free to use it.
2: Shout us out in your next vid, Jake, Logan, Paul, and then fight us. We <laughs> want to
1: fight you. All three, the Footy fellas versus the Pauls. It's on, would you, baby. When you fight them, pay per view for fifty million. I see, but like you Hell could. Yes, You're, it's all out. You could get injured. No training. It's tomorrow. Mm, absolutely. Someone else asked me this
2: question about when it comes to boxing. It's like, would you get your butt kicked? for millions of dollars absolutely dude throw me in the ring (laughs) mcgregor just lands one on my freaking jaw dude it's i'm out but i took a 100 million home dude sign me up (laughs) sign me and that's exactly what the pauls are doing and it look it is it's brilliant to be honest like it's it's so it's it's too funny
1: Dude, the close-up shot of you going into the ring with us as you're like wing people hyping you up and you're just so happy. The commentators are talking about how you're literally about to die. You're literally about to get killed on national and international TV and you're just the happiest we've ever seen you because you're taking home the bag regardless.
2: Do you forfeit the money if you die?
0: Where does the money go?
1: Actually, you guys take
2: it, I think. Yeah, okay. You guys are in my ring. Right, we're we're there. We're in your corner. It's
0: whoever's closest to you when the money is "quote unquote" secured. Proximity, money.
1: Sometimes the ringside folks in their corner will have the towel or the water bottle, whatever. We just bring oxygen and a lot of (laughs) medical supplies.
2: (laughs) A couple oxygen, right? You got the gurney ready. (laughs) Speed dial. Like we're we're not even we're not even wiping you with a towel. We're (laughs) just
0: there, like waiting. Like you, you you done?
2: One whole half of the uh, like audience can't be on one part of the ring because it's just an ambulance. It's actually like a it's it's an an operating hospital. table.
0: <laughs> it's just an ER. There's an ambulance There's door open right there. Oh my god. We have a ramp leading from <laughs> leading from the, the ring to the, to the ambulance.
1: That's- Jones, your shopping experience?
0: <laughs> well well, unlike unlike you, um Eli, I'm not Christmas celibate. I am Christmas celebratorian. Celebrate. Celebrate. I'm, I'm literate in celebrating Christmas. Um, so I buy stuff. The, the catch here is is the only one I'm, I'm majorly buying for the, this year is, is the Madre. And that requires um, a lot of Amazon purchases, not a lot of in-store stuff. So it's, since it's her account, like we just see... Like we both have, we both see what each other's ordering the other person. We also like explicitly put a Christmas list together for the other person. So it's uh, not a lot of surprises this year, Mm. um, which is fine. We're, you know, knocking some things off and um, otherwise, uh, you know, pretty easy peasy. Lemon
1: squeezy. That's what you got her.
0: You got her squeezes of lemon squeezy. Yeah, that's a well, it's a lemon squeegee technically. Um, So anything you squeegee has a nice lemon scent to it.
1: Does it sting? Say you squeegee, you right. use it in the bath or something right. as a loofah. Does it sting? Well,
0: I wouldn't. So for one, I wouldn't um, put my eye on any glass after I'd squeegeed it per se. But but in this instance, yes. If you smell it because it smells good, I would not recommend putting your eye then on on the glass because it will it will severely burn you.
1: So you would or wouldn't recommend to our Ah, uh,
0: I'd give it. Th- I'd give it four. I'd give it yeah four lemon bars out of
1: out of seven.
2: On a scale of zero to peppermint patty seltzer, yep. Yep. how, how uh, good?
0: Is we're looking at apple crisp, probably. So like not not really horrible, like tolerable, but
1: you're not also ordering it intentionally. Fair. We should probably get into a little bit of last week today. Mm. In case you're only here for the soccer. Okay, sue us. <laughs> Give us 50 mil and knock us out. Yes, please. Seriously, though, yeah, icy will do it for real. <laughs> if you skipped up until this point, rewind a little bit because we're we're in we're looking for suitors to knock us out. Specifically, icy. I don't know about us, but icy. <laughs> yeah, to knock out icy, we're putting well, him on the I table. Guess I'll take over the team. <laughs> All right,
2: let's let's hop into last week today. Uh, let's start with the Women's Soccer League WSL. Man United beat Bristol City six to one today. Uh, to help distance themselves from Arsenal, who beat Everton 4-0 today and are now four points behind United uh, from the top. So uh, both the women and men's team for Manchester United had big days, big wins today. We'll get to you the men's side in just a moment. Let's go to the Bundesliga where Dortmund lost to Union Berlin 2-1. RB Leipzig tied FC Köln 0-0 and Bayern beat Leverkusen 2-1 Moving Bayern to the top of the table, two points clear of Leverkusen, who they did beat, and actually RB Leipzig, who they're both tied for second place. In Serie A, Juventus beat Parma 4-0 as Ronaldo scored two, uh, one of them a towering header that got some media attention. And they now sit in third place, four points behind the top of the table. In Ligue 1, that's League 1, it, PSG played... Table leading L-ie? Lily. <laughs> I'm not friends. Lille. Uh, Lille. There we go. And the game ended in a 0 0 draw. Definitely a disappointment for PSG as they now sit in third place, only one point behind the top. In NWSL news, the NWSL approved an expansion team in Kansas City to begin play in 2021. This follows the winding down of operations from the Utah Royals FC Club. All player rights, draft picks, and other assets formerly held by Utah Royals FC will be transferred to the new team in Kansas City. Now, a little bit of backstory here. This is a welcoming back for Kansas City, who did win back-to-back NWSL championships in 2014 and 2015. Actually, FC Kansas City was one of the eight founding members of the league and hosted the very first match in league history against the Portland Thorns on April 13th, 2013. Unfortunately, Minneapolis owner Ellen Bayer wanted to sell the team in 2017 and uh, was quite discontent Uh, in November of that year, 2017, NWSL acquired the football club's membership and ended operations and assigned all rights to a new team in Salt Lake City. So not a good look for a Minneapolis business owner there, but glad to see that the team is returning to Kansas City. Uh, And finally, to wrap up the segment, English Premier League, Liverpool won 7-0 against Crystal Palace on Saturday morning, bright and early, first game of the day. That was fantastic to see. Also got to shout out Manchester United, who dominated today 6-2 to against Leeds. And uh, yeah, those are the big, big shout out moments, I think, of the day. Leicester City, uh, surprisingly, in my opinion, dominated Tottenham. They won 2-0 and are now in second place. United's in third, Liverpool's in first. That's that's what we're looking at right now. Now, boys, I just have to say, I did hear from a Fof who said that we don't talk about Chelsea enough. So let's take a brief moment, talk about Chelsea. And the only thing I have to say, two things. One, they play tomorrow against West Ham. I predict it's going to be quite a boring game. And two, Chelsea, a stat just came out that they have yet to beat a top a top half. They've yet to beat a team in the top half of the table all year. Very disappointing stat for them. What do you guys have to say?
0: Uh, I agree. I think um, my my take on Chelsea this year has been... Um, that uh, while, yes, they've spent a ton of money, objectively, in the summer transfer window and the transfers leading up to it, I don't think it's fair necessarily to have the highest of expectations for this team, um, largely because uh, across the board, they are a fairly young team um, that is still trying to figure out what their actual formation is. A large chunk of that money was spent on Kai Havertz, who is a young, very talented player who... I have the utmost confidence will eventually start to rise to the top again. Um, but he's figuring out his feet on this team. And once he does, he will and theoretically should be probably a top, uh, maybe even top four center attacking mid um, in the Prem. So once he figures it out um, alongside Ziyech and Pulisic and Tammy or Giroud or Werner or anyone in that roster up top, they'll be flying. Um, but the thing we shouldn't be also surprised with is the fact that their back line and goalie really haven't completely been figured out. I think Mendy has been a little overhyped. A lot of the saves he's been making have absolutely been better probably than what you'd say for Keppa. but um, their back line is not figured out and they do need to formally find a, a long-term fix for center back. Um, so, um you know, where they are right now doesn't completely surprise me. I also don't think they should be too worried. Next year is probably a better year to really hold up the the team to high expectations.
1: Yeah, 100%. As a middle-of-the-road Chelsea fan, I'm excited about their future and recognize it may take a year or two, like you're you're speaking to, Jones. But I'm sure with all the talent they have on paper, fans – The club, the board are going to be extremely disappointed if they don't at least finish in the top four in the league, if not more, and really contend for the title uh, come the end of the year. The other one piece I wanted to mention, I see that I've seen streaming across my news feeds recently, two things actually related to the MLS. One, LAFC made it to the finals of the CONCACAF Champions League, beating Club America 3-1, 3-1, so it's going to be them versus Tigres, a Liga MX team. So that'll be pretty exciting on Tuesday, the 22nd. And then Austin FC, the new club coming to the MLS next year in 2021, they had their expansion draft. And if you want to look up some more of the details on the rules there, you could do so online. They drafted five players from other teams from the unrestricted list. Once teams had said, you can't select this X number of guys. I think it was 10 or 11 or 12. And they nabbed from these other teams, Danny Hosen, a forward on the Earthquakes, Jared Stroud, a midfielder on the Red Bulls, Brady Scott, goalkeeper for Nashville SC, who didn't get too much time this past year, but has played with the uh, national team, U.S. national team, at a couple of big under-19, under-20 World Cup events, which is pretty cool. Joe Corona, midfielder from the LA Galaxy, more of a veteran, and Kamal Miller from Orlando City SC. So that's pretty exciting for them. They traded for Alex Ring, who NYCFC gave up, who's a really exciting young prospect, and I saw NYCFC fans were not happy about. They also traded for Nick Lima, our friend of the footy fellas on the San Jose Earthquakes. Uh, So him, a couple of other players. The last interesting piece, their sporting director is none other than Claudio Reyna, Hmm. who is these days referred to as Gio Reyna's father. Gio Reyna, of course, the, the... 18 at this point, 17, 18 year old stud on Dortmund. And in his own heyday, uh, played for the American national team, captained the men's national team in uh, the 2006 World Cup. So cool to see what Austin ends up doing next year in 2021.
2: Nice. Yeah. Thanks for that shout out, Eli.
1: I did see the LAFC stuff, but
2: uh, yeah, clearly forgot to mention them. So congrats to them. Shout out to them.
1: Shout out to LAFC. So many, so many talented players, and it just couldn't come through in the MLS playoffs, but they, they're making it work now, pulling the pieces together. We're going to head to our sponsor break. Thank a very real, a very meaningful sponsor to us this week before we come back with the soccer year in 2020 by the numbers. It's going to be fun. We're going to throw some numbers out. We're going to banter a bit. Listen to our sponsor and stick around.
0: Today, we've got a legit sponsor, not just in the fact that they actually exist, but that they are also legit cool. Today's pod is sponsored by Clubhouse Athletic, premium athletic apparel. Clubhouse is here to help your team, organization, business, or podcast stand out by creating completely custom team-designed apparel. Rather than sticking your logo on a blank jersey, Clubhouse prides themselves on being a small, nimble company capable of working one-on-one with clients to create completely unique products. Their production team is equipped to customize every inch of the jersey, from the pattern and fabric to the color design. They also have a wholesale program, so if you're a company looking to supply your customers, just reach out. Whether you're a small team or big business, Clubhouse is here to help out your brand. You can find them on Instagram at Clubhouse Athletic, online at clubhouseathletic.com, and their email is info at clubhouseathletic.com.
1: We love Clubhouse Athletic. They're sponsoring our current fantasy Premier League, and we've worn the gear ourselves. We've worn the jerseys, the full kits. Very comfortable, very stylish, very cool. Yeah, for all of you
2: Fofs who are looking and just waiting in anticipation to get back on the field once we are allowed to, uh, definitely check them out for jersey designs for for your men's league, women's league, intramural, anything. They've got it all.
1: The time has come for us to reveal our numbers, for us to whip out our TI-84s for you guys, my TI-85, because my numbers are more advanced. And we're going to go around. We each brought three numbers to the podcast, numbers that are significant to us. We wanted to bring forward to to tell a little bit of a story about what's gone on this year in the world of soccer. Once one of us says a number, the other two are going to try and take a second to guess what that number signifies. We might have no idea. We might have some idea. You should, you should take a think along with us, see if you can guess what the number signifies before we banter about it a bit. So let's go Icy, Jones, I'll finish it off. Icy, I want you to hit us with your three numbers. We'll go one by one. Jones and I will take a second to think along with our FOFs, our listeners, and then we'll talk about them a little more. All right, so all three numbers? One the, hit us with one at a time. Okay, okay. First one is five hundred and twenty-eight five hundred twenty eight five hundred twenty five thousand six hundred minutes is it how many minutes are in a year
0: is it seasons of love are you referencing seasons of love are we we, we we'd want him to answer for each one or five
1: hundred twenty eight i feel i feel like it's some sort of consecutive shutout streak in minutes Ooh. you singing that made me think that how far off are we i see
2: very far off
1: <laughs> fair enough no yeah, this
2: I should i say it Hit, yeah. hit us hit us what, what all is right this, like? this is the number of views on our most watched instagram video
1: oh uh,
2: this was youtube both of you and your i think start of the epl season video that took off and the fops loved
1: very cool it was also that, that, that. you could you that could argue that, so
0: that's a that's a moment that's a season to season do you measure in uh in sunset and midnights and cups of coffee and there's like moments. I think they there. say moments. They say there's moments the, somewhere, right? There's somewhere in there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next number. Next number. Nineteen. Age of consent in Minnesota. Ooh.
2: Mm. Nope.
1: Nineteen. I feel like I need to have nineteen tabs open just to be searching. Have like shutout stats, standings. You know, just to be have numbers all around me. Have a chalkboard <laughs> up behind me where I just wrote down some numbers. 19. Nineteen. Nineteen. That's how many goals 19. Liverpool have allowed, but that's not super special looking at the rest of the <laughs> table.
0: Hmm.
2: Nineteen. Nineteen. It, it, uh, is it pod or soccer? All right. All right. You guys, you're going nowhere with this one. This was the no- total number of guests we've interviewed this year. So far.
0: Oh.
2: look
1: at that. Nineteen. At
0: pretty solid
2: wow. oh. number. I like these these numbers.
1: Didn't realize how much impressive and fun and amazing stuff we've done this year until you spell it out in numbers.
2: Yeah, it's the numbers. They they share the joy of, I don't know where I'm going. Just cut this out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And the last number we've got is 43.
1: 43. 43 the number of followers we had at one point oh i, I think i got it i see what i think it?
2: jones has it it's the number of
0: episodes we've recorded
2: oh yes, sir. this is our 43rd episode At we are recording right now good job jones nice what do i win you actually take my place in the ring and we'll get punched in the face for dollars. <laughs> Congrats.
1: 43 episodes that's pretty awesome one up ep- we've been consistent we've been recording one episode a week it's a lot of fun for us let's us talk about soccer engage with all of you that are nice enough to listen and hopefully have subscribed at this point so you'll keep listening and we can do more of this in 2021 a lot of cool interviews planned a lot of cool other stuff planned if you have ideas for the pod for the 44th 45th 190th episode like four years from now
0: uh, Eli, what do you have a thinking back and I'll give you a second. I'll start to talk a little longer. Do you have a favorite episode or, or a fun episode that comes to your mind when you reflect on all 43 that we've had thus far and, and they can range from episodes where we've, you know, maybe brought on a certain topic, a uh, certain guest that, uh, that we were able to, to shoot the shot with as the kids say, right. That's the friendly version or, or it could very well be one that had a fun ad that, that you, that you really enjoyed or, or even potentially, um, you know, I'm still stalling until you find something Yeah, yeah, no. That. I'm I'm okay. scrolling. I'm okay. scrolling.
1: Um this is I think it's for both me and Icy too, since he brought our forty-three episodes. Oh, absolutely.
0: Up. Absolutely. I don't even know what my answer is, so I'm just gonna keep going until uh until one of you guys jumps yeah. in.
2: Yeah, I've I've actually got one. I really did enjoy our our discussion interview with Anthony Richardson. I can't for I can't give you the episode number off the top of my head, but it was fairly recent um but anthony yeah, I Richardson. Got i got yeah. it
1: one second In case people want to find it episode 35 check 35. it out So episode
2: this. 35 with anthony richardson anthony is a comedian brilliant comedian who runs the exploding heads podcast um uh, or sorry the exploding heads account on twitter and very funny uh, they they have a new podcast out but he was a, a joy to talk to very funny fun guy uh worth a listen
1: that was that was a lovely chat a lot of fun i'm gonna tip my hat to the episode 26 where we chatted with the women's soccer show previously the nwsl show helen and hannah we had joined them on their podcast which was a lot of fun a a month or two earlier before that they came on chatted with us we talked about all-time five-a-side team for the england national team which was cool just the future of women's soccer, and they shared some tidbits I had no idea about women's soccer, like the recency of goalkeeper training, which mm-hmm. is really interesting, and that how that's elevated that position in the women's game over the last couple of years. Just a lot of other fun tidbits, good banter back and forth, uh, and our podcast is undoubtedly more interesting with British accents in the mix. So <laughs> that was a guaranteed uh, bonus, guaranteed plus, uh, but that chat was a lot of fun and very fruitful for me.
0: My favorite, I'm going to, I'm going to bring it back to America. because we where American made. Uh, my favorite was, uh, episode 23 with Mike Watts, where he, uh, flexed his, um, on the spot. Mike announcer talents by weaving in some of the words that we had given him at the, the upfront into his, his answers, which were really impressive and he's just super engaging and funny. Um, So I feel like all three of that we just listed are really good pods for anybody who's trying to get the best of the best, though they're all great.
1: We've just chatted with so many different people in the world of soccer. And that was our goal from the beginning. And we didn't know how we want to do it. That's evolved a little bit. It'll continue to evolve, but just chatting with players in different leagues, the USL MLS, uh, hopefully other leagues as we head into 2021 around the world, um, players that have played abroad, Madeline has played in Iceland and Spain and, and other places um, referees, referee of the year uh, if mile and Dan uh, who else? Poppy commentators, broadcasters um, Anthony Richardson. So comedians and and creators uh, GMs Dan Starbuck Pelletier, GM of the semi-pro side in Connecticut. We've just chatted with so many people at this point and, it's just great to hear everyone's perspective, and and of course, uh, we just chatted with Tom, who's a physiotherapist. We might have some other cool looks into the world of soccer coming up. So it's just been awesome. It's just been very very cool, undoubtedly.
0: I think if you're if you're tuning into us, you're hopefully not here simply because you're my mom, um, but also you want to learn more a little bit about the soccer world and and enjoy learning about the people in it. So we promised to deliver on that and some in 2021.
1: And Maggie, don't want, to, don't want to forget Maggie, sports agent life. What's that like? That was especially interesting for us being in the world of marketing and being really curious about that kind of thing. Great numbers, Icy. Yep. What do you guys let got? Let's take a look back into the, the world of footy fellows in 2020. Jones?
0: <clears throat> Your first number, gentlemen, is 26.
2: Well, besides being your age, it is the number of times Ole Ole, the coach of Man United has yelled at Pogba this season.
1: If that's it, I think I wins. We just stop the episode yeah. and it's over if that's why you put that.
2: Uh close, that's
0: actually 24, so okay.
1: unfortunately not right. What is 26?
0: 26 is the amount of points that United currently have in the table. Um, United haven't been this close to first place going into Christmas break in eight years. They're currently behind the leaders by five points with a game in hand. So even if United were to win their next game, they're only two points behind two points out of first place. Unbelievable. Um, And I think it's, I think, I think, I hope that it's because uh, we're a better team in conjunction with the league being a little worse. There's definitely a lower overall points total this year, which I'm okay with. It makes it a little more of a, an even battle. But first first number is um, United Optimism. All right. Second number is 291.
1: All right, Eli, take a crack at it. The number of times Ole has yelled at, let's see. Huh. Now, 291. Two hundred and ninety one. I like thinking I feel like the stats you get most often on broadcasts are the minutes without a goal or minutes without a goal. I don't think we chose those because they're not grandiose enough for all of twenty twenty. So I don't really know where else to go. Two hundred and ninety one. It's not a point total, goals, goals against. Sounds like the number
2: of passes that a team has made in a game. That
1: does that's that's about right. That's a good um good guesstimate of a, a type of number I see. Well, neither of you are close at all. It's not soccer-related.
0: 291. It's the number of days, roughly, that I've gone consecutively this year without using the CTA, or Chicago Transit Authority, um, a staple of my commute in in the before times, if you will. Uh, If I get anywhere, it's via my mom's uh, nice outback, Subaru Outback, which she has named Aurora. Um, And otherwise, it's maybe potentially hopping into a Uber- but for the most part, uh, I have not ridden public transportation whatsoever since like March. So, wow, f- that's that. That's if a f- wild
2: stat. If, if any you- fox
1: actually got that right, contact. <laughs> <phone>.
2: <laughs> great, right. great stat. Now, are you avoiding public transportation?
0: Yes, uh, for two reasons. One, um, the COVID pandemic is uh, still a thing, and um, I, I. My family would prefer I stay away from those situations if i can um aff- afford it and two um it's just a it's just a sight thing like me being on the cta like I'm just so like upper class and like upper cross <laughs> that I can't be caught dead no I'm kidding i love I love me some cta uh, so it's just pandemic stuff um okay number three the last number it's not number three. The last number is seventy-seven. Seventy
2: seven. Double lucky. Oh boy. Uh, Eli, I'm I'm trusting you with this
1: one. I'm drawing a blank here too. It's tough when numbers are just floating around. I'm thinking could it be Champions League? We haven't gotten Champions League yet. Could it be something Europa League? It's probably not a points total. Considering the last one was number of days without using CTA, I feel like our world of numbers here has expanded greatly. Is it soccer related? Um, it is podcast related. Ooh, okay. That, that's helpful. 77. Ooh, we're
2: the 77th ranked podcast in the nation.
1: <laughs> that would be dope. <laughs> <laughs> Out of any, <laughs> any field, any topic.
0: Yeah, no, we're actually 80 for that. So Close, but not actually. Um, 77, it's the number of recordings we've made on Zencaster. That's right. Uh, on Zencaster, we've had 77 recordings. This will be 78 technically. And that's inclusive of interviews with some of our stellar guests, generous fofs willing to join in the fun and some fun recordings there. And of course, our own pod recordings, uh, sampled with some test recordings we had done at the very get-go on February 17th. So a fun uh, roulette of different things through our ZenCaster recording platform. Fun memories in there. Wow! Great number. Shout out even Brandon. better, even better co-hosts.
2: Nice. Oh, oh. oh man!
1: All right, well, we got really sensitive. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I Do your OGs do it? Oh, jeez. Thanks, Joan. <laughs> all right, now I'm going to go. Now that we got that out of the way, we can get back to the sentimental portion at the end if you all want to shed a tear with us. First number, 653,000.
0: 653, 653,000? Yeah. the amount of uh, minutes of
1: um, uh, not sure. <laughs> time of the year. 653,000.
0: <laughs> I see what you what do you what's grabbing? It's you? soccer
1: related, given okay. how how wide our, yep. our numbers of range. I'll right. give you some more hints and give everyone listening some more it's, hints. It's, it's soccer it's, related, and not only is it soccer related, it's women's soccer focused. Okay.
2: The number of goals scored in the women's super league. That's a ton. Um <laughs>
0: I'm gonna guess that's not anywhere. Close to being accurate. I'm going to go with um, the transfer value for all the American women.
1: That's interesting. That's really interesting. It's neither. It's a little out of the box, but it is the average audience of viewers for the NWSL's Challenge Cup final. Mm. And this was between the Houston Dash and Chicago Red Stars, if you can remember back to July 26th of this year when the Challenge Cup was, was put on and hosted on the main CBS network. The finals was which was great houston won that game 2-0 which was sad for us uh, chicago red stars fans but it was the culmination of this awesome tournament when it was basically the only sport live and there was one other challenge cup game with 500k plus viewers but prior to that so this game had six hundred fifty three thousand average audience of viewers prior to this one other game this year with 500k thousand viewers the nwsl viewership record was only 190K in wow. 2014. Wow. So it really just speaks to the massive growth of the league this year, which the women's soccer show gal spoke to, Mike Watts spoke to, and we've kind of seen in the news. Also social media, the Orlando Pride social handles blowing up, all the social teams blowing up for the NWSL. So I just thought that was pretty cool.
2: Nice.
1: Very nice. Next number. This is a, a twofer, not the number, but the phrase I'm about to give you. 1 in 13.
0: Can you give us a ballpark a realm
1: EPL related.
0: EPL related. 1 in 13. 1 in
1: 13.
0: Okay. 1 in 13. I see I'll take the first stab here. Okay. 1 in 13. 1 in 13. So that that's, you know, 1 in 13 of these things. Um It's not that. Okay.
1: Okay. The phrasing there, you're, okay. one you're getting in, colder. One in,
0: <laughs> one in thirteen. Think, think no.
1: table. Think stats that would be on a basic table. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. Table of like elements. Yeah. All oh, right. I know so what we, it is.
1: I know what it is. What is it,
2: Izzy? It is. Oh wait, I was so confident. <laughs> I hope you're right now. Yeah. Oh God! Uh, look, I'm taking. It, it has to do with Sheffield United mm, out of the game okay. The game of the 13 games they've oh no they played 14 whatever Sheffield United has only not lost one of the 13 games they've played
1: ding 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 close enough very close Sheffield United has taken at this point they've played 14 games and I wanted to use a stat that had backing and history behind it so f- rewind one game in their first 13 games they only took one point which is the worst start in Premier League history, unfortunately for Sheffield. And their only point was a draw against Fulham, which who are a couple of spots above them. Mm. So good they got a point there. Unfortunately, in their other 12 games, they got zero, zilch, nada. However, nine of their 12 defeats came by one goal. Kind of heartbreaking. They had a run of 59 shots in open play without scoring. Kind of speaks to some of their woes. 59 shots in a row in open play, no goals over the course of many, many games. And I was just looking into their transfer market to see what happened this summer. Maybe I missed something. It, their team really didn't change too much. They lost Dean Henderson who went back to Man U, the, the goalkeeper who was pretty big for them. McBurney was pouring in goals last year. He's still on the team. He's been fine. They brought in Rian Brewster. Uh, I forget if he was on West Brom. He was loaned from Liverpool. Was he on Liverpool? Yeah, he's on Liverpool. So their team didn't change too much, but they had such a, I guess, magical run last year now in retrospect and did so well. They were in fifth or sixth for most of the season and fell off just at the end. And now they're sitting dead last with one point from their first 13 games. And it's still looking pretty bleak.
0: There's a, uh, if you guys ever have the time and interest, there's a TIFO um, video on Sheffield exploring why they've been so poor. And one um, hypothesis slash fact is that they've had some key injuries that they play in a style that's very similar to leads in that it's uh, bespoke to the players or the players are very bespoke to those positions um and when you have a team that is reliant on center backs that overlap and underlap and get involved you when you lose one of them the entire piece can start to crumble and so i think they've had a guy one of their i was gonna say like cooper or something has been out for a little while which has been a huge component of, of their downfall as well as people now are familiar with how they play in the same way that when you play, when teams play leads next year, I think people would theoretically suggest depending how they finish this year, they'll, they'll finish worse, but who knows?
1: All right. Last number 116.4 million pounds.
2: Jones, I'm sending this to you because it's gotta be a transfer fee thing. I think it's podcast
1: related um let's see let's see could it be earnings could it be revenue Or is it profit are we subtracting costs from that number I think it's I think it's a pounds so you said pounds right pounds hundred and what was it hundred and sixteen point four million pounds and it is not transfer related
0: right I was gonna say sounds uh like the amount of uh of um that's the it's, he's talking about so I see he's talking about weight and it's the amount of accumulated uh, barter that we've received from our um Ad-supported spots. Um, oh, so, dude, it's got to be it. Yeah, that was kind of
1: a no-brainer. Like I see knows because it's all been getting shipped to his house, and Maddie's pissed because it's taking up the garage, all hundred sixteen million pounds of it, and it's he all two
2: Titanic full <laughs> bacon drawers of stuff. edible arrangements.
1: Or now,
0: not now. Now, now in, they're super unedible. Now, yeah, arrangements. Inedible. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we, we actually bartered for just millions of pounds of edible, now non
1: inedible arrangements. 116.4 million pounds, or $154 million for all you Americans out there, represents the estimated total lost income of Manchester United due to COVID 19 containment measures. And this is according to Statista. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Well, it might, so the thing is, if you had said that in dollars, I would have known exactly what you were talking fair, about. Fair, so, fair. Okay. Now I'm on board. Keep going. Yep.
1: So this was published on September 29th, really relating to the end of last year when the season had to be paused in March, I believe, and went on for a long time, came back without fans. Obviously, we've all watched the games. We know how it's gone, how it looks. Obviously, COVID still a huge problem. Um, But just to put that in reference, United was top of the list, which is why I shared that 116.4 million pound number, 154 million dollars. Norwich was last on the list at 19.5 million pounds. So pretty wide range, obviously related to the operating costs of these massive clubs and the smaller clubs. But I just thought that was interesting because there's a good reflection of how different this year has been both obviously in everyone's lives and health and safety but also in the world of football when we're reflecting on that this year both monetarily and just our viewing and living football experience
0: absolutely I've lost a ton of money in my operation uh, operating costs too um, I usually make a profit of about oh I don't know um, let's see I would say I, I get about three three hugs on a CTA per, per week, I would say (laughs) solicited or unsolicited. Um, and now I'm operating at what really negative, negative, many, I'm missing many hugs.
1: It's impacting all of us in different ways. Obviously could be CTA, could be EPL either way. We've had a great year at footy Fellas. anything else, uh, reflection, any other reflections on the year of footy Fellas that we want to share with each other, with the Fofs, Heading into 2021, I know we have thrown around a lot of the ideas we're excited about that involve all of you listeners and involve everyone that follows us on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube. We're hopefully going to bring some awesome content, get you involved, but anything else that either of you want to share?
0: I think 2021 is going to be um, a, a fun year to see what we're able to do uh, with A Year Under Our Belts. I think a lot of the stuff that we've been doing, uh, we've been learning on the fly and we're going to continue to learn on the fly in 2021. But hopefully some of the, st- the outputs that we put um, on any of the social channels on this pod will be even more rewarding for, for you, the FOF. So, um, you know, I'm always sending my, my my gratefulness out to the fof community, but um, we're hoping to demonstrate some of that with... Um, with some end end
2: products. So I love you. Stay tuned for that. Yep. Second, everything Joan said, we appreciate all you Fofs. It's been a great year. We're very much looking forward to 2021. And look, a couple things that are in the works that the Fofs are going to love. We've got merch, a new website, fun, fun stuff.
1: Just stay tuned. All right, let's end the episode like we planned. On three, one, two, three. Happy what birthday! <laughs> what was <laughs> that? I see.
2: Wait, <laughs> is it a happy birthday?
1: birthday?
2: Yeah, to the to the, to us, to the
1: footy fellas. This is like our four-fifths birthday, or what?
2: Oh, oh, shoot! I am reading the wrong cue card. That was yeah. Do we have an anniversary?
0: I guess we have an anniversary now. Yeah. Okay. Probably first again? pod launch or drop.
2: EP drop?
1: Yeah. Is it first pod drop or is it the first time one of us dreamed up this kind of, this kind of, uh, entrepreneurship, this kind of podcast, this whole content creation?
0: March 2nd would be the first pod.
1: All right. I guess we'll say happy anniversary on March 2nd.
0: It's kind of a crummy day. March
1: 2nd. We do have, (laughs) to your boy, you on March 2nd? Yes, sir. No way. That's why you said it's a crummy day. I didn't know that. Coincidences don't exist in this universe, gentlemen. All right. Well, we'll actually say happy birthday on March 2nd. We record. If we remember. 2021. <laughs> we do have, I was going to mention, we do have an exciting holiday special coming up this week. So this is the last official podcast. But we have a holiday special that is coming from all of you and is made possible by, made possible by your, the FOSS favorite soccer memories of 2020, which we're excited to piece together and drop middle of this week. So be on the lookout for that. And we love you. And we'll talk to you then. and We'll talk to you again in 2021. Bye-bye. See you then.
2: play the ball around in the back you coax their uh their pawns their their midfield to come out spread the gap and then you just slice it slice it through the gap and attack them you attack in the middle of the board